Welcome to the Rambling Podcast with Sydney Labuda. Let's spill some tea and talk some shit, am I right? <laughs> One, two, three, fuck it. Hello, my raunchy little ramblers. What's going on? Um, Full disclosure, before I even introduce anything, this is my second time recording this episode because I started recording it before and for some reason it literally midway deleted. So where better to start than from the top? As always, it's me, Sydney Labuda. I am your host and your leader. (laughs) Um... Today's episode is going to be a solo episode. It's going to be special. It's going to be um, just me. So hopefully you find me entertaining by myself. Um, Hopefully I find myself entertaining enough and can talk about enough things by myself. Um, That's scary. Wow. (laughs) Today's episode is I think number 16, I'm going to say, which is kind of crazy. We are coming really close to the end of this season. Um, This season is going to be a 20 episode season, as will all going forward. But I think going into this, I wasn't really sure what my plan would be. I was like, I'll just start and feel it out and check the vibe. But that's what seems right. It seems right to do this in seasons and 20 episodes a season seems just enough um so today's episode is a solo episode it's just me and I'm going to be talking about something I am so passionate about and I'm going to be talking about it in a few different categories but this episode is about fashion it's about clothes and the wonder in which they are Um, since I was younger, like my mom has always told me that I have a problem when it comes to clothes and spending money, I guess, in that regard and a shopping addiction, which is definitely true. Um, I just, you can never have enough in my opinion. I also am not an outfit repeater, Miss Lizzie McGuire. Um, I have actually, (laughs) it's, that's probably a problem, definitely a problem, but I legitimately like cannot repeat outfits. Like it freaks me out. I don't know why. Jorts, you know, because I feel like there's some things like black leggings or black biker shorts or like a basic denim jean, you know, like things like that you can repeat and like it's a little bit different because it's really what you make of them. But let's say on that same note, like if you have a pair of jeans and they are like, okay, I have a pair of purple and white checkered jeans. They're super noticeable and they stand out like crazy obviously they're like pretty one of a kind um if I was to wear those tomorrow and then I was to wear them the next week and the next week if I wore those every week like you would notice and you know I'm not everyone has different wardrobes and different things that they're passionate about so you do what you want in that regard but just like for me I don't know what it is I can't if I repeat an outfit and I know I'm repeating an outfit it makes me so physically uncomfortable And I'm the type of person where if I am uncomfortable in my outfit, I cannot get it together. I cannot perform at the same like level. And I don't just mean perform in like the theatrical way. I just mean like go about my day, like whether it's work or school or, you know, rehearsal or going out to dinner, like my mood will be negatively altered if I am not comfortable in my outfit. So much so that when I was in high school, this happened many times 
but like if I because okay I'm not I'm not a morning person no it's not that it's not that I'm not a morning person I just don't like the concept of being forced to wake up before 9 a.m unless I'm like going on an airplane maybe but like otherwise like that's just like not ideal and so obviously for like school like high school and college whatever like you pretty much always have to be up at that time especially in high school you're like up before 7 a.m most of the time so I am the type of person where like and I know you know this is a good thing to do but I don't wash my hair every day because you're not supposed to and so I would shower the night before if I wasn't washing my hair and if I was being responsible and I had my shit together that night or that week I guess at an early start I would try to pick out my outfit the night before but I am and always have been a procrastinator like I will have I would have had 10 months to do like a book report and I will have not read the book and not touched the assignment or even read the page until the night before that's just how I was and sometimes it worked for me like sometimes I worked well under pressure but yeah so back to outfits <laughs> like if I didn't have it planned and then that morning I was running late or whatever and you know I was in a carpool so like when the car was there I had to go I couldn't make other people wait on me and make them late if I got dressed and I rushed and then I got to school and I didn't like what I was wearing I would text my mom and or I would go to the bathroom and I would call my mom and I would be like hey because she was working from home at the time she had like a home office I would be like hey mom I really don't feel good like I I never throw up but I think I'm gonna throw up or like something like that something really really dramatic and I would get her to come and pick me up and she would come get me and she would take me home I would she'd be like you can go upstairs and lie down but you can't miss the whole day of school like you can just miss one period see if you throw up see if you don't da 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 but I would just go upstairs I would change my outfit and then I'd be like okay like whenever you're ready you can take me back (laughs) and she would get so mad at me but like now as an adult I know she understands because like I also know that she's the type of person where like if she doesn't feel confident like she can't be her best self but obviously like I guess it's hard to tell a teenager that you can just like come home from school whenever you want if you don't like your outfit so I understand maybe why she wasn't so keen to agree with me even if internally she was like girl I get it (laughs) but yeah so I just I can't repeat outfits I can't feel uncomfortable in what I'm wearing or I just like can't exist um That being said, like, I think the best way to avoid feelings like that is to have, like, obviously you're going to have pieces in your closet that you love that really stand out. Like I said before, I have, like, a pair of purple and white checkered jeans, right? Maybe you have, like, a specific, like, okay, recently I got into this, like, shirt on Amazon that I found. They have it in, like, eight colors. I bought it in green, and I'm going to buy probably five other colors once um, my bank account calms down from my taxes, but I got it in, like, this bright emerald green color it's like a one sleeve backless shirt it's adorable but like it's super noticeable so yes that's a staple piece that I love that I can wear probably a few different ways and like have fun with it but I can't just count on that shirt to get me through the day to day so I think that there are really important things that you need to have in your closet that are kind of just like your basics your staples um you know almost like a capsule wardrobe of items that you can rely on whether they are certain overlay shirts you know like I have a few different shirts that can go over other shirts I have a brown leather one I have a cream colored corduroy one I have a blue and white striped oxford one I have a pink and white striped oxford one excuse me um you know things like that that I know I can switch up move around I have 
a solid white like linen one. I have a solid white Oxford one. Um, I have a thousand pairs of black leggings because truly you can never have too many. Same with black biker shorts. And then I have, you know, casual running errands like sweat shorts, things like that in solid colors. Then when we get to shirts, I have in basically every, I'm a big neutrals girl, like in my bedroom, I have my closet organized by color and the top entire row is just neutral shirts going from basically black to gray to white to tan to brown. And then the bottom two like smaller little poles are my colored shirts. Then I have a clothing rack in my room outside of my closet and that holds my sweaters, over shirts, jackets, things like that. And only the neutral color ones. <laughs> so I'm kind of obsessed. But back to shirts. So crop tops, right? Or long sleeve tops or tank tops or oversized t-shirts, whatever you want it to be. It's good to have them in a few different colors, even if they're kind of the same, just because like those are things that you can run out quick in. But because you have different options of something comfortable and reliable, you are going to keep yourself looking fresh, looking cute and feeling confident instead of just being like, oh, I feel really good in this like one, you know, graphic oversized band t-shirt that I love. I feel really cute in this. Yeah, maybe you feel really cute in it like the first two or three times you wear it out running errands. But once it becomes the shirt that you're wearing all the time, first of all, it's going to get wear and tear, right? Like it'll pill maybe or it'll just like get a little like um discolored from the wash being washed and worn so many times and it loses that effect that it has so if you have multiple pieces that are in the same category but kind of like different colors or patterns and you keep them in rotation you're gonna avoid that wear and tear and that used feeling in your clothing and it also helps you get confident in like, okay, I know that this style looks good on me, right? Like I don't have to force myself to go out of my comfort zone when I'm running errands. I know that this is the style of clothes I like to wear when I run errands and I have multiple options in that category. Now that's like something casual, right? So that's running errands. Let's go on to going out to dinner, right? So going out to dinner, let's say it's with friends or a date or whatever, you have a few different ways that you can go out to dinner and look cute or like fancy casual you could do and I'm pretty much just speaking like in terms of like feminine fashion just because like for me that's obviously how I dress and what I know but you could do like a pants look where you do like a chic pair of pants and like a blouse like and a jacket maybe like heels whatever you could do like a skirt look with tights and boots and like a sweater or something you could do obviously like a dress with tights and boots or a dress with heels like there's so many different ways obviously not if it's like a super formal dinner but just like a cute casual fancy dinner so what you want to do is you want to make sure that in all of those categories of like these are the things I like to wear to dinner you have a few different options because you want to make sure like okay I don't just have one pair of black leather pants and these two blouses that I rotate and those are the only pants out to dinner outfits no you want to make sure that you have like a nice pair of jeans maybe you do have a pair of black leather pants I also have a pair of green leather pants that I love and honestly a pair of brown leather pants leather pants popped off the past like two years so that's why um I also have a pair of like um cream colored like corduroy bell bottoms so like all of those pants options that I have I can mix and match so many different ways and I can also space them out so if I wear one of those pairs of pants out to dinner this week and then I go out to dinner you know five more times 
before August or something like that, right? I have a bunch of different things that I can do before I go back to that same pair of pants. I have multiple pants options. I also have skirt options. I have like just a basket under my bed of skirts, mini, midi, denim, leather, like silk, just all different options. And I keep them in rotation. So when I wear something, someone's not like, oh, like, I remember the last time you wore that skirt. Not that it necessarily matters if someone remembers, but I think it's just for me, like it keeps you feeling fresh. So my point is, you wanna figure out what styles of things you like to wear. You wanna figure out what looks good on you. And more importantly, like what feels good on you, right? Because people, I feel like sometimes, whether it's maybe a trend or something that's happening, like people often will do this thing where they try to, fit into a style or a size or a trend or something and it doesn't work for them but they're trying so hard and it makes them feel uncomfortable that is not what fashion is about okay clothes are made to fit you it is not the other way around and I'm going to say that again the clothes are meant to fit you okay so you need to feel confident in what you are putting on your body not because you know, friggin' Gigi Hadid. Yeah, maybe Gigi Hadid wore a really cute outfit and you want to take that and make a variation of it that's going to work for you and look good on you in your style with these pieces that you now have on rotation and you have a bunch of different options of. But, you know, Gigi Hadid is the only Gigi Hadid there is. And something she looks good in may not look good on me, but something that looks good on me may not look good on her. I mean, she looks good in pretty much everything, but (laughs) the point I'm trying to make is that like everyone, your style, your taste what looks good on you you know like there are certain colors that look amazing on redheads I'm not a redhead so maybe they don't look great on me because I have dark brown hair there are some colors that look amazing on people with blue eyes I have greenish brown like hazel eyes so you know those colors may not look good on me but it's also the reverse so my recommendation to anyone trying to build a wardrobe is you have to find the colors you like the patterns you like that you like on you then start there go to the pieces that fit good on you whether you like to be in jeans more dresses more whatever or if you like to mix it up which is what I do I like a little bit of everything like I'm not just a pants girl I'm not just a dress girl I'm a lot of different types of girl (laughs) in that regard but I do have my color palette of neutrals that I love so yeah I'll wear pretty much any article of clothing but nine out of ten times like you will see me in a neutral palette although I have really really been making an effort to try to incorporate a little bit more color especially with summer coming Um, I'm going to Punta Cana in a few weeks and I just placed a big order on this website called Pepper Mayo. It basically is an Australian company, but they have a US website and it's the most amazing thing. So they have like a sale section, but the sale section is categorized by percentages. So I went on the website and like, I was gonna look around the whole thing, but I saw that and I saw they had an 80% off section and I was like, okay, I'm literally going there first. So I go to the 80% off section. I find a bunch of things that luckily like were in my size, they were, colorful they were patterned they were very summery and springy which I was surprised about considering it was such a good sale and like we are entering that season I was surprised that it wasn't all just like winter clothes um but yeah so a bunch of different options and then they had an additional 40% off sale so I bought probably like 22 things and I spent 130 
$22. And it wasn't like in those 22 things, it was like a headband, some pairs of socks, a bra. No, no, no. No, it was clothing. It was dresses, skirts, pants, shirts, shoes. It was a little bit of everything. And I will definitely be posting a haul. Obviously, I do that on my personal social, but on the podcast Instagram when it comes because just you wait. And in that order, I placed a lot of color because I wanted to be in the sun in Punta Cana and like wear color and go out to dinner and like be in a cute like little orange dress and have Jared take a cute picture of me with like a cute little margarita and be able to post it and be like a summer girly because truly my soul is just as dark as the clothes I usually like to wear and honestly like my favorite season is the winter like I like being in dark in layers and leather in you know like houndstooth like these like chic edgy preppy patterns almost I want to be in Manhattan I want to be walking around in like boots or heels with like sheer socks and tights and a funky skirt like I don't know I like to do things like that like very New York City vibe I've always felt that way um and yeah so whatever the point is I'm trying to broaden my horizons and there's nothing wrong with that but I'm broadening my horizons color wise in styles that I know I like so just remember when you're trying to build a wardrobe because people ask me about this a lot I actually um helped two of my friends recently well actually branching on this a little bit more I have a few friends that literally like basically use me as their personal stylist and shopper and I love that um if you're listening Brooke Grossman she literally does that all the time my friend Daniel Corey first guest if you remember her she does that all the time um and then recently I helped both my friends Sarah and Katrina with their wardrobe a little bit Katrina I literally made her like a book like I know her and her body type super well and like just like she wanted a fresh start and ideas and she was like I need help with my closet so I basically just made her like a book with all of these different categories of things that she needs to look for and color palettes and things and then my friend Sarah she was like I don't know what my style is right now like I feel like I just don't even know where to start so I basically sent her inspiration pictures of styles that I felt like worked for her and then I went with colors that I felt like worked with worked for her I sent her Instagram influencers that I felt like kind of worked in her style as well and then I sent her stores that she could find those things from which is what I want to talk about next stores so being a neutral based person and someone who is really passionate about having a lot of options of things some of my favorite stores to do that at are top two probably Zara and H&M I think that they have great sales I will say for Zara I love the app a lot more than I love the store the store is so chaotic um, and the app is just like a lot easier it's easier to shop sale when you're trying to save some money and not splurge a bunch um same with H&M honestly although the H&M stores I think are more organized um they're really easy to navigate and they also organize things by color a lot honestly Zara does too but Zara just tends to be messier so H&M and Zara are probably like my top two recommendations for basics neutrals pants even like if you're looking for like a fun pant if you're looking for jeans though and any other pant as well but jeans especially my next recommendation is going to be Abercrombie Abercrombie has mastered the perfect look especially in denim for every single body type like they have completely got it down the jeans are long lasting they are 
high quality and if you honestly go to like the outlet and you dig a little bit through the sale racks you can get them at a more affordable price but i will say they are worth the full price that they charge as well like the denim is just amazing there it's so good um i've never bought a pair of abercrombie pants and been like oh no i need to return these like they don't fit well I could even like shop on the app and website and feel totally confident now because I've gotten so many pairs like from the stores and tried them on that I know exactly how they're going to fit and it's super consistent whereas like if you then go try to buy a pair of jeans at Forever 21 like there's a real lack of consistency and you know you could be a size small everywhere but then you go to forever 21 and you buy a size small and it feels like you just put on like a freaking quadruple extra small like there's no consistency at all so i would definitely recommend abercrombie for jeans um if you are looking for loungewear i think you can also do really good loungewear at h&m like especially in the store they have it set up pretty nicely but nowhere beats airy i mean the freaking yoga pants the sweatpants the sweat shorts the spandex shorts the sweatshirts the knitwear airy literally has the most comfortable loungewear they have also a lot of different options so like for someone like me who wears a lot of neutrals obviously like i can find that but they have a shit ton of color as well they have everything and if you shop on the app they usually have a lot of good sales it's usually like 60 percent off with an additional 20 percent off clearance and you know they still have all the good sweatpants and stuff like that and then they'll randomly throw a sale where it's like oh they're famous crossover you know black spandex flare yoga leggings or whatever are like 25 dollars today on the app only so i definitely recommend airy number one for my loungewear and then if you want to just invest in like the most amazing pair of sweatpants my personal favorite pair that exists is from brandy melville i know that brandy melville is like honestly kind of controversial and i don't necessarily like to shop there a lot for not accessories however they have this one pair of it's called one size fits all but realistically that's a fucking stupid thing to say because it's obviously not but they have this one pair of sweatpants that they sell and they're so soft on the inside they have like every color they have neutrals they have bright colors i have them in gray and in tan they're like 32 dollars, so they're a little on the pricey side for sweatpants depending on your budget and again like i hate that they advertise things one size fits all because i think that that's a ridiculous expectation for people to assume that one thing fits everyone and then it makes people feel like oh I'm supposed to fit into one thing. No, you're not. It's not supposed to be one size fits all. There's not one size. There's not one body. But if you do happen to find yourself in a Brandy Melville, you'll know the sweatpants, they're joggers. And if you try them on and they are your size, then I definitely recommend them because they last really long. Um, moving on from loungewear, going into athleisure, you're still going to want to look at Airy for sure. Um, if you want to spend a little bit of money then i would definitely recommend obviously you know everyone knows lululemon is great lululemon has great stuff on the sales section of their website but also set active is a brand that i really like they're really minimal and i think i like that because i'm a big minimalist they have lots of different color options they have a lot of different styles and it's called set active and they also just have like really good workout and like athleisure sets. Some of the stuff is a little expensive. I will say if you have any favorite thrifting apps, usually you can find pretty new like options on there. 
I have this one thrifting app that I love. Obviously, like I use Poshmark and stuff like that, but there's this app called Curtsy and they tend to be geared more towards like a younger crowd. Whereas like Poshmark, you kind of have like a little bit of everything which has its perks and its downfalls because sometimes it's hard to filter. But for people like around, you know, a little bit of a younger age demographic, this app Curtsy is a really good thrifting site and the prices are honestly pretty comparable to Poshmark, maybe even a little bit better because I think that because the people are younger, like maybe they just have a more carefree attitude of like, I just want to get this the fuck out of my closet. So like take it off my hands instead of like on Poshmark, maybe people who have had the piece for a longer amount of time and there's more thought into it. They're like, no, it's worth this dollar amount. But like curtsy's more chill. Um, Depop is great as well for thrifting, but that one's a little more expensive, but you'll find more like rare and like Um, high-end pieces on Depop I think um so moving on to like statement pieces and like funkier fashion I guess you could say um don't sleep on Target we all know that Target has Wild Fable and Wild Fable is like a big Y2K brand within Target they have a lot of like bright colors patterns they're like one of the first brands that will bring back an old trend and bring it into trend if you know what I mean like that y2k oh remember this style we wore in the early 2000s or the late 90s like now it's in fashion again you'll always see it in wild fable first um urban outfitters is also really good for stuff like that but urban outfitters as most people know is a little expensive so it really just depends on your budget Zara is great for you know more bright color funky options as well I just I can't stress this enough like use the app (laughs) do not go in the store because I just feel like you'll lose hope and like there's nothing worse than when someone goes shopping and they just like feel like oh I just give up and that's why online shopping is so great because I think if it's a store that you're confident in how the things are going to fit you because you've worn them before it really just comes down to how much time you have on your hands to doom scroll in bed while you have bravo tv on in the background and then suddenly you look and your cart is three hundred dollars deep um that might just be a me problem but now I'm gonna make it a you problem I highly recommend you do it (laughs) but online shopping is great Urban Outfitters is great for that Zara is great for that um where else oh you know what Paxson also not bad online is better than in-store I feel like in-store the selections have been kind of small lately I don't know if it's just like how they're doing their merchandising but I definitely prefer to shop at PacSun online, especially for summer clothes. Again, if you're looking for bright colors or like fun patterns. Um, If you really want to spend a little extra money, there is a brand called BCBG that I actually used to work for um, when I was younger. They have a few different like categories to their brand. One is BCBG Max Azria. That's going to be a little bit more like chic and like, I don't know, classy, nightlife vibes and then there's something called bcbg generation and that's more geared towards a younger crowd it's gonna have more light-hearted patterns florals stripes two-piece sets linen thing like that oh thing like that hello sydney things like that um and then you know this pepper mayo vibe that i'm on right now i highly recommend it go on that website go to the sales section pick a percentage and doom scroll Again, it's called Pepper Mayo. And then as far as like apps go for online shopping, do more doing more of a transition like that. Um, Nasty Gal, I love. I think that Nasty Gal has everything in the world you could think of. Nasty Gal has minimal. It has crazy. It has classy. It has concert. It has 
workout it has legitimately everything the sale is always amazing the shoes are good like I've never gotten something from nasty gal and been like so excited about it and then it comes and I'm disappointed whereas like that's what you get if you shop on Amazon sometimes that's what you get when you shop on like I'm sorry Shein you know we've all done it we've all shopped on Shein like it's affordable and it really you know has anything you type in the search bar it somehow comes up but there's a lot of controversy around Shein and you know the quality of the clothes that you get do not hold up a lot of the time to what you're expecting so avoiding Shein at all costs is like usually a pretty good idea um but again Nasty Gal I never have that experience with um also the Nordstrom Rack app you're gonna find like affordable options for high-end clothes on there because Nordstrom Rack is like basically the like warehousey discount version of Nordstrom and you know sometimes things will be a little last season but like if you're looking for just like a good quality oversized white t-shirt because you know you want something that's gonna last but you don't want to spend a bunch like you're gonna find that on Nordstrom Rack and it's a white t-shirt so like the season it was in doesn't necessarily matter but you know instead of getting one at Forever 21 that's gonna rip within a year you're getting one that maybe is like a Madewell t-shirt but because it's on Nordstrom Rack you're spending nine dollars on it and it's gonna last you a really long time that being said Madewell is another really good brand um for kind of like more of a boho-y preppy casual vibe but Madewell is pretty expensive. So that's a brand that I usually look for on like Nordstrom Rack or if there's like, I don't know, maybe sometimes on like Bloomingdale's if I like scour the sale. Um, But yeah, those are pretty much like my top everyday wear recommendations. If I'm looking for like a dress for an occasion, like a wedding or something, I usually shop on Revolve. Um, Again, I go to the sale section because Revolve has a little bit of everything. So some of their stuff is really high end and it can be a little expensive. Um, But I do love Revolve. I just got a bridesmaid's dress for my friend's wedding. Megan, shout out, that I was in like this past month. Um, I got that on Revolve. It was Michael Costello. Um, Yeah. So that's pretty much what I have to say about like categorizing your closet, getting things that you can put in rotation, finding your style, finding your color scheme, Um, stores to shop in don't be afraid to use Pinterest I use Pinterest literally like probably five out of the seven days a week I will go on there and if I'm doing something and I don't know what to wear I'm like okay um what season is it it's April you know it's like that in between where it's kind of cold or even right now in May it's a little cold and then it's a little warm and then it's a little cold again so I'll search like early May okay what am I doing tonight I'm going to the city with my friends because you know we're gonna go get dinner and then we're gonna see a show I'll search like early May New York City nighttime outfit and I just scroll and scroll and I do that thing where like you click on one picture and then you scroll and you click on another and it kind of just like puts you in a rabbit hole of outfits essentially and I search and search and search I find something or a few different options of something that sparks like interest in me and then I look at my closet and I'm like okay how can I kind of make this outfit work um that's something that I'll also do sometimes with like celebrities a lot of people do this they call it like people call it looks for less so let's say Ariana Grande wears like an outfit I guess she's actually kind of hard to compare it to because a lot of her clothes I feel like are very like concerty and like kitschy almost so maybe someone okay Sophia Richie is like huge right now in fashion right 
So let's say Sophia Richie wears an outfit to go get lunch and she's photographed by the paparazzi and it's really cute. And you're like, wow, that's an amazing outfit, but she probably spent so much money on everything she's wearing. I can't do that. So you'll look at the outfit and then you'll look for more affordable versions of that on these stores that you know you can count on. Um, And that's like a look for less. So don't be afraid to take inspiration, whether it's from um, Pinterest or from Instagram or from TikTok or from a specific celebrity that you love. Don't be afraid to do that. Um, Wow. Oh, my God. I feel like I just literally didn't take a breath and spoke for so long. But that's how passionate I am about clothes. Um, Oh, I didn't really talk about shoes. I could do shoes quick, though. So for shoes, for boots, I'm a big Steve Madden girly and then sometimes I'll do Target as well because Target has a lot of really good dupes pretty much every season like a popular boot I feel like comes out like we recently had the uprise of like the that boot where it's like leather and it's like tight along your calf and it comes up like right below the knee maybe like mid calf and then it's healed but it's a chunky heel and it has a chunky sole like that was the boot I actually got like the Steve Madden one for Christmas because like that was a gift I asked for and I knew it would be a big one but something like that will come out and then Target will do a dupe of it. You can usually find good dupes on Amazon too, but they're more affordable, I feel like, at Target and it's less risky because like you're buying it right in front of your face. Um, Also, Target influencers are a good thing to follow. There's a lot of people that are specifically Target influencers. Um, I follow someone on Instagram called talk target to me I think she's a mom but like anytime target has something new and it's like trendy she always posts about it she's like the first one and one time she posted about these like cute they were um I think they were Mark Jacobs or Mark Fisherman dupes but they were these like ankle booties and Target had them she was like the first one to post about them and I went to Target and I got them and they were like already basically cleared out of them they were so good um but yeah so Steve Madden and Target are good for boots for sneakers my favorite sneaker brand is Veja they're an Italian brand but they're sustainable they're really good quality they have a lot of different color schemes they have funky they have neutral they have high top shoes they have low top shoes they have running shoes they have tennis shoes um I love Nike for sneakers. I love Vans for sneakers and I love Converse. Vans and Converse I've been wearing as long as I can remember. Um, But like those are great for like everyday wear. Um, A classic little white sneaker like I have my Vans. I have my white high top Converse. I also have white high top Nike blazers. I have white low top Nike blazers. And then like the check mark is just a different color on each pair. So that kind of helps me with different outfits. Um, as far as like heels and sandals go, I, I don't know. I kind of just like look wherever I can find them, but I definitely have like a few Target heeled sandals. Target has really good ones every single spring and summer. They always have like those braided ones that come out. They have skinny heel. They have that wrap up the ankle. They have the like wedgie sandals that like look like they have the thong toe and then it's like wide um I have the Jeffrey Campbell jelly sandals I love those those are still really in I got them like a year and a half ago um where else I don't know I guess heeled sandals you can kind of find anywhere oh Francesca's is a store I didn't talk about um I love the outlet at Francesca's because the sales are always ridiculous and I just got two pairs of shoes there recently I spent five dollars on each of them and one of them were heels that they were Madden girl they were brown leather chunky heeled chunky platform like high heel shoes I wore them to my friend's wedding they were five dollars they were so cute so the Francesca's outlet if you're like a Long Islander 
at Tanger. I go to the one in Deer Park. Um, it's amazing. And the clothing, like a lot of times it's like, oh, the sale is buy one, get one, $1. Like it's literally ridiculous. Um, but they have good sandal heels and like sandals there too a lot of the time. Um, where else for sandals? I don't know. I feel like with shoes, maybe like people know where they like to get their stuff, especially like depending on your foot size. Like if you're a smaller size, you know where it's more accessible. Like I have one friend, Sam, shout out. She's like a, literally a size five. So like it's harder for her to like find certain shoes. I guess it's the same if you have a bigger foot. I'm a six and a half, but like I can also wear a seven and I can also wear a six sometimes. So a little on the small side, but also kind of like accessible right in the middle. Um, I can usually work it to what I need, but yeah, boots, sandals, heels, um, and sneakers, like that's pretty much what you need. Find what you love, but those are the brands that I'm usually more keen to. Um, okay. So breaking a little bit outside of like my own personal closet, I want to talk about the Met Gala, the Met Gala of 2023 just happened this week. It was this past Monday. And every single person showed the fuck up. They turned a fucking look and a half. Even the ones who I didn't love, they still turned a look. You know what I mean? Like maybe their look wasn't my style, but they still went off. Would I have worn it? Maybe not. But like I can respect what they did. Um, I had a few people message me and they didn't actually know what the Met Gala was. So in just like a few words, the Met Gala has been around for literally decades. It is a fundraiser for the Costume Institute in New York. So the tickets to the Met Gala for these celebrities that get invited, like the Kardashian Jenners, you know, the Hadids, people like that, the tickets are $36,000. And then if you want to buy a table to the event, it's like $200,000. So it's definitely rich people being rich people, but it is for a good cause. It is for fashion. It's for the Costume Institute. It's run by Anna Wintour, and she's obviously a fashion icon. She also will invite up and coming designers to the event and those like young, like fresh people that, you know, don't really have necessarily a name yet. She doesn't charge them. So I think that that's really beautiful. Um, And it's just like a really nice thing, I think, to see like people come together for fashion and put their best foot forward and like from all different communities you have Broadway you have movies you have literature you have you know fashion itself people from all these different communities coming together and like putting their best foot forward in their outfit so an exciting thing about I guess why people like really go for it with their looks for the Met Gala too is that it's pretty much always themed so this year's theme was Carl Lagerfeld it was it was called something specific it was like Carl Lagerfeld um like in design or something like that but it was themed around his style if you don't know who Carl Lagerfeld is he was a German fashion designer who died in 2019 he did have his own line I have pieces of clothes from his own personal line but he was also like basically like one of the head designers for Chanel and Fendi as well and like a lot of those staple Chanel looks that like everyone knows like the tweed the you know skirt suit set like things like that the buttons the center pieces of a flower like the monochromatic the black and white like little hand gloves those looks come from Karl Lagerfeld lots of belts Karl Lagerfeld those big sunglasses like Fendi things like that 
Carl Lagerfeld. Very inspired by him. Um, there's a lot of controversy around him. He said a lot of like off color and like fucked up things, I think, in regard to fashion and like then people would come for him about them and he was one of those people where he was like oh no no that's not what I meant I got taken out of context but he's a dead man now he is not alive anymore and people wanted to make it very clear this year at the Met Gala that it was a celebration of his influence on fashion and design because truly he has one of the largest footprints in the fashion industry like in history um and not in recognition of like the man internally in any other way so people took inspiration from him whether it was outfits that he specifically wore or like outfits and looks that he designed and like put their own twists their own interpretation on it so naturally I have my favorites and I posted um like 20 of them on my Instagram and then the night went on and like more people were coming to the event later and I was like oh my god you all look so good but some of my favorites I won't go through everyone that I posted on my Instagram but if you're curious to see that top 20 go to my Instagram page at the rambling pod and you'll see my two posts um the thumbnail or like cover photo for one is Gigi Hadid and the other one is daddy Pedro Pascal um wow Pedro Pascal is really having an effect on the rambling pod he's been talked about the last two episodes he had his own Instagram post cover now two posts within like a week he's really on the come up like the film world might have given him his start but the rambling pod is really finally giving Pedro Pascal the recognition that he deserves because before us you know no one really noticed him just kidding anyways so some of I'm such a fucking idiot some of my favorites um Gigi Hadid this is now like the fucking eighth time I'm talking about her today I literally would kill to wear her outfit she did basically like a modern like almost like a y2k version of a Karl Lagerfeld interpretation she had like this corset low-rise look and it was covered in just like this like sultry sheer dark fabric there were like zippers on the bodice she did the glove look that he always does she included pearls gems bows like these are things that he was always like famously known for um a lot like basically like dripping in pearls dripping in gems Lizzo did that really well with her look she had a black dress and she was literally like dripping in pearls it was perfect and then she had on these little ankle boots and they were wrapped in chains around the ankle it was an amazing amazing stylized version of his look um what stylized version is that even words I have no idea but yeah Gigi Hadid fucking killed it I loved her outfit um another one of my favorites and like this is a perfect example of like the duality of like just like interpreting and loving different things that you see because Gigi's was super dark and like edgy and like I guess like it was like more of like a sexy look and then Sydney Sweeney legitimately looked stunning she looked like glam vintage hollywood starlet crossed with carl lagerfield crossed with audrey hepburn like her hair had like this beautiful vintage hollywood side part with a big bow carl lagerfield was big on bows she had a big bow in the middle of her dress but like right at the knee and it was like a neutral this like blush color 
it hugged her figure like very mermaidy and then flowed out on the bottom and it was just dripping in gems like the gems are super tight up around the square neckline I love a square neckline like love square necklines um it was super tight up there and then as the gems went down the rest of the dress they got more sporadic and spread out it was it was absolutely beautiful um I like how I said I'm not going to go through everyone but like here I am about to go through everyone Kiki Palmer I've never seen Kiki Palmer legitimately not slay anything she's done like does anyone remember Grease Live when she fucking sang Freddie My Love and she legitimately changed the history of that song like absolute icon Kiki Palmer did almost like a cross between Marilyn Monroe and Jackie O like that tweet I was talking about before that classic Chanel look that Carl kind of like originated and inspired she did a dress like that but it was in this like powder blue cream and like blush color scheme and while it had that like classy woman material the dress itself was very Marilyn like it hugged all of her curves in all the right places it was like a strapless curved um not like a square neck like it was like almost like a corset neckline it was absolutely stunning and then her hair had like this big Jackie O like height to it it was absolutely gorgeous um Jenna Ortega she was one of the people that basically like it was almost like she was cosplaying Carl Lagerfeld if that makes any sense like he was always in like not always but most of the time in like black and white he had like big sleeves with like big cuffs and then he would have like a little like bow tie and you know just like almost like piano man meets the Adams family and I'm not just saying that because it's Jenna Ortega but she had this like corset dress that like was like all over the place with the hem it was super long and super short it had chains dripping in chains and pearls she had the bow tie she had like a button down under the corset and then it had like a very chanel type cropped tweed jacket to go with it it was absolutely fucking stunning and i would wear the shit out of it emma chamberlain emma chamberlain also had a little bit of a jackie o thing going on she had that classic powder blue like chanel color um the type of like crop jacket and skirt look but she did it in a way where first of all the skirt has this beautiful slit all the way up the leg she's doing the socks and heels very chanel and she has this like bedazzled midriff piece and it's also at the collar as well and this very chanel like classy preppy headband it was like literally if you took like a preppy blair waldorf outfit and made it into a met gala look it was stunning absolutely stunning um my next favorite honestly Anne Hathaway people have a lot of things to say about her and they may be true they may not be true I don't care but her fucking Met Gala look was insane she had the Chanel tweed all over and basically the whole dress looks like it was attached by like gold and pearl safety pins and then it was like a strapless dress but she had sleeves almost like think Mimi Marquez if you're a theater person those like arm things she wears it was like that but everything was tweed her hair had like this Audrey Hepburn style to it it was fucking perfect um going on I want to talk about I talked about Lizzo a little bit already but Lizzo's look was perfect I forgot to mention she had these amazing gloves she did like the little Carl Lagerfeld cropped glove moment and the gloves were covered in chains and pearls and safety pins 
and she had the pearls dripping down the dress her hair was up out of her face with like a cute bang it was absolutely fucking stunning um Pedro Pascal he's someone who did color and I love that he did color because he did it the right way Carl Lagerfeld when he did do color I feel like they were very specific like you could tell Ariana DeBose also did a great Carl Lagerfeld color she did this like very specific yellowish green it was like almost like a jacket dress and Pedro Pascal did this like red that was like very perfect he did it with shorts like literally like tailored shorts high socks boots and then a red shirt and jacket that completely matched thin black piano tie hair slicked back he looks so fucking good and he nailed it um another one of my favorite looks cardi b cardi b wore another like carl lagerfield cosplay she had her hair was gray it literally looked like his with like this thick black headband she had on these black leather gloves and then her dress was almost like this think like a sweet 16 dress where it's like tight up top and then huge and poofy on the bottom but the bodice had these like little like I want to say like steel like rhinestones and like pearls embellished into it with a sleeveless button down and a black tie underneath and then the dress just like poofed out with these black flowers and like bows all over it and again he was really famous for that big flower so she kind of took like his traditional style and interpreted it in like a crazy amazing way um Billie Eilish had a similar style and so did Rita Ora to kind of like what Bella Hadid did but I just love that look so much so I think that all three of them are like honorable mentions um also Bella Ramsey from The Last of Us had the cutest outfit like basically think like a kilt almost with like a matching suit jacket and a tie but then pants underneath as well like they literally look again like they're cosplaying Carl Lagerfeld but I love that like I think that's amazing and then one of my absolute favorite looks that wasn't on my Instagram because I posted it before they got to the Met was Janelle fucking Monet okay first of all Janelle Monet is literally gorgeous and could probably wear a trash can and still take charge of the Met but Janelle Monet starts in I'm giving credit to Jojo Manassi my room out what my room out hello why can I talk my roommate um for this but she basically wore this like dress that was again cosplaying Carl Lagerfeld you while you're listening right now look up Janelle Monet Met Gala 2023 so you can understand what I'm talking about but the way it was was it was like supposed to be very caricature and like oversized and it made her look like the mayor from fucking um Nightmare Before Christmas and it was like so hilarious because it just like she had this expression on her face the whole time like very charactery like everywhere she'd walk around she wasn't just like being Janelle Monet in this like ridiculously like um impressioned and like interpretive outfit like she was playing a character you could tell and then she pulled like a Lady Gaga if anyone remembers at the Met when she like stripped and then was like down to her lingerie but she started in like a pink cape basically um Janelle got like halfway up the steps and then that big piece that she was wearing that made her look like the mayor from the nightmare before Christmas was shed and she had underneath like lingerie and then what looked like almost like a sheer black like hoop skirt 
and she would like hold it up like as if like she was like Marilyn Monroeing, like her clothes were coming off on accident. It was like hilarious and it was just so iconic and I love like I love a moment like I love a performance at the Met Gala because like fashion is art and like art is always performed in some way whether it's a painting or a person and you know clothes should tell a story and hers literally did hers had a journey just like Lady Gaga's did all those years ago um I know the Met Gala isn't something that like everyone is obsessed with but I do think it's interesting to see how all different types of people like Again, people from all ventures of, I guess, celebrityism. I don't know. That's not a word, but you know what I mean? Like all different types of famous people, like singers, writers, actors, whatever, go to the Met Gala. They take a theme, they take their own personal style, and then they take someone else's style and they do it the most extra they absolutely can. Someone who is always extra in like every regard, and I fucking love it, is Lil Nas X. Um, Lil Nas X showed up legitimately just dripping in jewels, like actually naked and painted silver and covered in gems. And they looked fucking hot and looked amazing. Did I love it? I have to say I didn't. Um, I loved, but that's like the perfect example of what I'm talking about where like I can appreciate the statement and the iconic moment that like someone is making, but like not necessarily like like it or would have done it and that's okay like it was for Lil Nas X like it wasn't for Sydney Labuda but the reason that I feel that way is only because I feel like it was iconic and like had only like a pinch of the theme like dripping in gems or dripping in jewels or rhinestones is like definitely a part of it but it's something to accessorize with rather than like literally just painting yourself like tin man silver and covering yourself in jewels again like Lil Nas X looked amazing and I stan but I just like didn't love it I felt the same way about Kim Kardashian's outfit because she was basically like dripping in pearls um it was a little bit more than like what Lil Nas X did but Kim Kardashian kind of honestly looked like throwback to that Kardashian's episode when she posed for Playboy and she was like nude with the pearls on her it honestly looked like she was paying more of like an homage to herself than she was to Carl Lagerfeld. She looked beautiful. Like she obviously looked amazing, but I didn't like love it. Um, but yeah, the Met Gala is cool for so many reasons. And as I get older, I find myself getting more into it, especially as I get like more, I guess, intelligent about fashion in the sense of like thinking about what I'm wearing and like thinking about cultivating an outfit. I can see these people like and how they thought like what thought went into their outfit like where did they take inspiration where didn't they take inspiration what did they avoid what did they want to accent about themselves with hints of their own personal style did they want to do something completely off the cuff from what they normally do I feel like Dua Lipa kind of did that Dua Lipa is someone that traditionally I associate with like bright colors fun patterns like you know she's heavily inspired by Elton John in many ways and her outfit was very very simple very like clean looking it was a square neckline all tweed dress it was white and it had a black and white trim it was absolutely stunning it was floor length um her hair was like nothing crazy like it was literally like a blowout she looked like she was gonna be in like the princess diaries she looked amazing and it was nothing like I would have ever expected from her um and that's why I fucking love the Met Gala that's why I love fashion like it can be used for so much more than just legitimately covering your bits and pieces on your body like 
fashion is part of your voice. When I was a kid, before I ever started doing theater, my dream job was to be a fashion designer because I've just always had a passion in it somehow. And even now, like through doing theater, like performing is what comes first. But like I've costumed many productions because I genuinely just love interpreting the art of an outfit and picking out clothes and finding a theme or finding a personality in an outfit or finding a color scheme. Like things like that literally are so interesting to me. So if you're listening to this and you ever need help with an outfit for an event or building your closet or cleaning out your closet or whatever it is, literally hit me up because I would be more than happy to help you. Um, But I've rambled enough for today about fashion and myself and my style and what your style is or could be or other people or the Met Gala or what have you. Um, It was kind of fun doing this by myself. I'm not going to lie. And I also feel like I just did not breathe or speak wait what no I (laughs) I feel like I didn't breathe or stop speaking for the last like hour but I kind of loved it um I hope you guys liked this solo episode of me by myself there will be another episode out next week and there will be a guest on that one which I will not reveal yet but as always thank you so much for tuning into and supporting the rambling pod and make sure to follow at the rambling pod on instagram follow myself at sydney labuda on instagram and stay fucking cool and have a cute ass outfit that's my motto in life bye